This episode of Relativity is made possible through the support of Stephen and Catherine Farris, Bill Cariola, Barry Heap, Paul Van Bremen, and Michael W. McClure, and by listeners like you, who support us and get exclusive content through patreon.com slash relativity. 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 Whoa. That's a first. That felt like... Did you feel that? I heard your voice in my head. Right. I heard you speaking in my mind as I was hearing your voice. Uh, what's happening here? Uh, not sure. I don't know. Do you hear that? I do. Mar- Marcus, can you hear this? Negative. I hear the two of you, but nothing else. It's, it's the same overlapping voices. I always... It's just what I heard before, before I heard my father's voice. Christopher. Deepa. You must remain connected. I hear her too. What? Christopher. I heard Captain Sedona. She said, you must remain connected. Man, I wish I could hear this. Sophia. Oh. oh I, I, I just heard a man's voice. A man with a German accent. You must remain now we're hearing each other's voices? Christopher. Why are there so many when all is one? Why are there so many when all is one? Why are there so many when all is one? Sophia, what's happening? I don't know. Relativity. Episode 41. In which Nadia proposes an explanation. You were hearing each other's voices? I mean, the voices you sometimes hear? I heard Sophia's father. I heard Captain Sedona. And I had thoughts that were not my own thoughts. Exactly. It was like I was thinking my own thoughts, but in my mind there was also you. You were in telepathic contact? Not exactly. No, not telepathic. It's more like I was... I was uh, feeling what you felt more than thinking what you thought. Yes, that's it. You said it. Well, are you still? I mean, what about now? I'm not sure. If if we're still... Connected. Yeah, then it's nowhere near as as intense. intense as it was. Right. It was just there for a few seconds and then... Marcus, say something. Yeah, what, what did you experience just now? Hmm. All I know is, you both heard something I couldn't hear, and then you were finishing each other's sentences. So you didn't hear Professor Schumacher or, or Captain Sedona? I did not. I wish I could have. I heard them say something... New. So did I. Something like, um, why would there be many when, or um, what? Wh- why are there so many? That, that was it. Yeah. Why? Why are there so many? So many uh, when all is one. That's yeah, yeah. Because apparently you must remain connected wasn't puzzling enough, and the universe wants us to keep guessing. I think we're. We're learning a great deal very quickly. Well, maybe you are. I think I've gone into deficit learning. Things I thought I knew are leaking out of my head. Think about it. We experience the voices together, so we know, once and for all, 
they are some kind of genuine phenomena and not imagination or schizophrenia. Okay, I, I see that. I, I, it's like if two people had the exact same dream, there'd have to be a logical reason. Marcus did not hear them, and he was right here next to me, and also listening to your datacom channel. So we know this is a communication using some mechanism other than audible sound. Something that isn't any kind of vibration on the molecular level at all? Wow. Yeah, but what would that be? Something we have yet to discover. Hey, hey, Nadia. Yes, Doctor. I'm willing to wager, based on past experience, that you heard none of that. I believe I heard all that there was to hear. That is to say, I detected the voices of Christopher Mason, Sophia Schumacher, and Marcus Dupree. No other voices were detected. See, that doesn't surprise me at all. Nadia, can you propose any possible explanation for any of this? As you know, I have access to the totality of scientific papers published everywhere on Earth. And I do find studies in which the subjects reported experiences similar to the one you describe. Okay, what caused them to why? say that? In all cases I can find, the subjects reported a mystical shared experience because they had previously submitted to a hypnotic suggestion which was intended to result in that effect. Are you saying we were but hypnotized? We I can share with you all of the pertinent scientific studies. You will see that what you have experienced is not unique. And more to the matter at hand, what you have experienced can be explained simply and logically. I appreciate a logical explanation, but... Who is but supposed who... to have hypnotized us? Unknown. Insufficient data for speculation. No, of course not, because that would simplify everything. And anyway, Peter Miblin said he'd heard the same kind of voices. For that matter, so did the crew members of the first ship to use the relativity compensator. So how about it, Nadia? Were all of those people hypnotized without their knowledge before they embarked on their missions? Unknown. But that is a question deserving of more research and more creative exploration. <sighs> In other words, you want to go away and think about it. Well, that matches my own thoughts on the subject precisely. I'm going to step away from it as well. I would like to check on my mother. Yes. Oh, yes. I felt your concern for her. So uh, how do you think she's doing? She seems fine. Optimistic. Looking forward to the future. So, no signs of being someone who recently attempted suicide? None that I can see. And, frankly, that worries me. As well it should. Nobody just bounces back like that. So, please keep me current on her emotional condition. I will. And thank you. And I'll look after the boring old space flight things while you're downstairs. Thank you, Marcus. Let's hope they are boring. At least for a little while. Flight director going Sophia, wait, wait. Before you go, I I have to talk with you sometime soon. <laughs> when you have a free moment and on a private line. It may not surprise you that I was thinking exactly the same thing. We... We have to talk. Yes. I'll be looking forward to it. Oh. Was ist los? Ich brauche eine Brille. Instructions for assembly. First, verify that the package contains all necessary components. Many parts are small and may resemble one another closely. Ugh. You may need assistance in properly holding some of the heavier pieces during assembly. Gott in Himmel. How's the furniture business going? Das ist zu schwer für mich. Nein, Mama. Wir machen es... We'll do it together. 
This could even be fun. Fun, she calls it. Hey, we're setting up a new apartment. That's always fun. I would not say apartment. I would say campsite. Yeah, I see what you mean. The ceiling is 20 meters overhead. Always dark. It does feel more like being under a canopy of trees. But instead of being on the ground in a sleeping bag, in a few minutes you'll have a bed frame. In a few hours, maybe. I've put these together before, believe me. It won't take long at all. To have some positive thinking here. I'm not complaining. I want you to know this. I'm very grateful to be here with you and with, with Sybil. Well, it's a weird solution to our problems, but... I guess there's nothing about our lives that isn't weird right now, so... Here, this is part A, and those are the bolts for it. These are almost too small for me to see. I have them. Okay, and... And, see, when the next hurricane hits, you'll be perfectly safe here, so there's that. I have thought of this, yes. And I know you're breaking many rules to have me here, and I want you to know how happy I am about everything. And I'm glad you can say that, Mama, but you have to know that it doesn't make any sense for you to be suicidal one day and happy about everything the next. That's not a realistic expectation. Don't say suicide. I don't like that word. What do you call it? I wanted only to sleep. To go to sleep and never wake. Well, that is suicide. And we talk about this now? It is a thing we must do? No. I don't... I don't know how to talk about it, to be honest with you. That's something I need to learn about. Hand me that leg there, that thing. Thank you. Do you know, there is an entire bed frame here, but I have seen no sign of a mattress. Yeah, we may have to go back home for that. Our house is still there. So the hurricane, it was very bad. The worst in history, they're saying. Most of Puerto Rico has been leveled, and the death toll is not... Something we should talk about. I'm not made of glass, Liebchen. You can talk about death with me. I've seen enough of it in my lifetime. I think I need some expert guidance on how to talk with you about these things. I don't know if I even did the right thing, using shame and guilt to get you out of bed. I mean, I invoked the Holocaust, for God's sake. It was what I needed to hear. That can't be the recommended method for talking somebody back from a suicide attempt. I am here with my daughters. That is all I know. And all I need to know. It's just that I can't know for sure that... Okay, right now let's just... Let's get this bed frame together. Can you hold the side of it up? This it? Looks like it weighs... Oh. You can do it, Mama. You're stronger than you know. I detect a certain hostility in your tone of voice. That's very perceptive, Nadezhda. I have a right to be hostile toward you right now. I'm not apologizing for that. I merely asked if there was anything more I could do in assisting you with your current dilemma. You've done enough, Nadezhda. Thank you. This is, if nothing else, an opportunity for me to continue my growth in understanding the subtleties of human thought and behavior. Well, you need some, believe me. I am aware of this, and I am eager to learn. In this case, I would like to understand why you are so angry and why you are directing that anger toward me. Because... The voices I've been hearing are deeply important to me, alright? I hear the voice of a woman I loved and who I miss 
constantly. And now they are connecting me to somebody I somebody I alternate between feeling close to and distant from, if you can understand that. And then you drop into the conversation and tell us none of it is real. And it must be because we've been hypnotized. That, that diminishes us. It makes us negligible in the scheme of things. I offered the explanation because it is the one I have available. And it does, regardless of your personal feelings, correlate with the facts. Okay, just so you know, people, human beings, who have been through trauma, they are not always interested in the facts. Why not? I, I mean, of course they need to know facts, but sometimes... Look, you, you just have to be... I don't know, gentle about how you break bad news to people. When you're going to push somebody off the top of the emotional tower they built up for themselves, just be aware that they'll be unhappy when they hit the bottom. I am not aware of this concept of emotional towers. Well, that's because I just made it up. I'm trying to explain the facts to you through metaphors. Maybe you don't. Maybe you can't understand. My human interaction programming is in fact especially nuanced okay. oh, okay. in its ability oh, okay. to discern that's, that's and dis enough, Nadia. Just shut up, alright? Just stop. Control to Marcus, thank you for the timely interruption. What, what's happening down there? Well, I hate to bring you bad news. Oh, boy. You know there are always two people here watching the telemetry of your ship. Just read out some sensors. Velocity, environment, routine nanobot upgrades, things like that. Okay. We didn't know until the day that you were serious about going to the new world by yourself. Well, I see no reason to return to a planet that's not going to be able to sustain life much longer. I wish you were coming with me. I'd get away if I could. But the point is, you were supposed to be going with 21 people. I know. And there'd be a generation who'd be born along the way. I know. And now it's just me. That's right. Just you on a ship where a bomb went off and destroyed a number of vital components. Which we replaced. And where there was clearly secondary damage to part of the ship's superstructure. Oh, really? I'm sure you remember when the ship... How did you put it? You said it felt like the whole corridor was twisting and stretching. Oh, yeah, I remember that. We are now fairly certain that that was the result of some external plating. Some part of the exterior hull that was shaken loose by the explosion. And pieces have been flying off for a while now. Sometimes he hit another part of the ship. Doing God knows what kind of damage. That's the kind of thing that we're analyzing now. We're trying to make a rational assessment of the ship's space worthiness. So, what's the verdict? Well, we see three possibilities. Okay. There's one scenario in which the ship continues to degrade at a rate only slightly different from that which was planned. In which case, you should have very few problems reaching your destination. I like that one. So do we. But there's a scenario in which the ship loses enough structural integrity to result in catastrophic failure. You mean enough of the ship falls apart that one day it just explodes? Yeah, and we're placing that in the category of unacceptable outcomes. Well, thank you very much. You said there were three possibilities. Right, and it's the third one we need to discuss because it's a little strange. Relativity, episode 41, in which Nadia proposes an explanation. Written, directed, and produced by Lee Shackelford. Featured in the cast were Alana Jordan, Stephanie Lindsay, Clarence Brown, and Lee Shackelford. The role of central computer Nadia was played by herself. 
Please rate this program and leave a comment about it wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us attract new listeners to share this journey. And find out much more about the series, including ways you can subscribe, hear past episodes, and connect with us through social media, and how you can get exclusive content, all on our website at relativitypodcast.com. What is Wi-Fi Sci-Fi? It's Girl in Space. Tales of Sage and Savant. The Ninth World Journal. Oz9. Moonbase Theta. Out. It's Girl in Space. Wi-Fi Sci-Fi. Wi-Fi Sci-Fi. Wi-Fi Sci-Fi. Wi-Fi Sci-Fi. Wi-Fi Sci-Fi.